This is BT Techno, a regular podcast series for financial advisors wanting to remain at the forefront of strategy, regulatory and industry news. Hello and welcome to today's BT Techno podcast. My name is Brian Ashenden and I have the pleasure of leading the BT Technical Services team, a team of experts that are available to answer any technical advice strategy related queries you may have. Well, one quarter of the year has come and gone and has certainly been a hectic start to 2021. And with Easter upon us, I thought it worthwhile taking stock of where we're at, noting that it's not all rabbit holes and that there have been some excellent developments. One of the biggest developments for advisors in the first quarter of 2021 has been the passage of the annual consent measures through Parliament, which are due to take effect from the 1st of July 2021. We have also now seen the release of a legislative instruments from ASIC to supplement the legislative reforms. Now, unfortunately, while ASIC's legislative instruments haven't answered all the outstanding issues that many advisors have, it is important to be aware of some of the clarification that's been provided. The first clarification that ASIC has provided is the ability to incorporate the disclosure and consent requirements into existing processes. So, For example, if the fee disclosure statement you provide to your client is clear in regard to the services that you provide and also the amount the client will be charged, these do not have to be provided again or restated in the annual consent form itself. Also, for non-ongoing arrangements, such as for the deduction of fees from a client's super account for initial advice on their retirement and super planning, it may be possible to include an extract from the statement of advice as an attachment to the consent form. Clarification has also been given by ASIC that consent may be obtained electronically. This could be via an email or via a secure web page where the client can tick a box to indicate their consent. However, it is important to remember that irrespective of the way the consent is obtained, it needs to be dated. Now, this could be achieved via a client entering the date of completion or time stamping of the consent in electronic means. However, the legislative instruments don't deal to the issue where ongoing fees are to be deducted from more than one of the client's accounts particularly where the, the accounts are held with different providers. It's not that ASIC has been silent on this issue, though. At the same time as releasing its legislative instruments, ASIC also released Report 687, which was ASIC's response to a prior consultation on the advice fee consent, as well as the independence disclosure requirements that also come into effect from the 1st of July this year. Report 687 correctly notes that this would give rise to privacy issues. Now, the annual consent process requires the advisor to detail each account that money is to be paid from and how much will be deducted. A copy of the client's consent form is also required to be given to the account provider. Where multiple accounts with different providers are all included on the one consent form, then privacy legislation will prevent you from providing a copy of the one form to each provider as it contains sensitive client details of other accounts. In response to this valid concern, ASIC provided two suggestions. The first is that the advisor provide multiple consent forms, one for each account, each of which could then be provided to the relevant provider. The second suggestion was to have one consent document, with details of each separate account contained as a schedule to that document, with only the relevant schedule passed to the relevant provider. Now, dealing to privacy requirements is important and unfortunately, it is difficult to see how either of these approaches noted will make this new process less confusing for the client. But in the same breath, it is difficult to see what form of approach could be any simpler. 
other than perhaps where obtained electronically via some form of web-based format. The privacy issue also perhaps highlights another difficulty that the annual consent legislation has given rise to. The legislation is focused on the requirements of the advisor in obtaining consent from the client, what needs to be disclosed, how consent is gathered, etc. It doesn't focus, though, on the provider's requirements, other than the requirement to not deduct an amount from a client's account to then be passed to the advisor unless the provider holds a copy of a valid consent notice. Now, many providers require certain information to assist in the processing of these requests and to confirm the validity of the client's consent. These requirements may change from provider to provider. Due to the information required, it may then result in ASIC's first approach to privacy being used in most instances, where a separate consent form is attached for each account held by the client, with that consent form being one mandated by the provider. It is this effective outcome that has led to a strong voice from within the industry for the development of a mandated industry-consistent consent form, one that each provider must accept. Now, whilst industry participants may collectively be able to achieve consensus on what the form could look like, there is also great desire for the format to be prescribed, either via legislation or perhaps preferably by ASIC as the relevant regulator. Whether or not that can be achieved, only time will tell. And whilst the annual consent measures commence from the 1st of July 2021, it is still important to remember that the requirements will only apply for a client once their anniversary date arrives. Now remember, if you have any technical advice strategy related questions, you can call our BT Technical Services team on 1800 655 901 or send the team an email at technical at btfinancialgroup.com. And join us for a fortnightly BT Academy technical webinars where we dive in more depth into various technical and regulatory matters. Our next fortnightly BT Academy technical webinar will be on the 7th of April 2021 where Tim Howard, a technical consultant, will be back with an SMSF special discussing the various strategy limits and alternatives to limited recourse borrowing arrangements. To register head to www.bt.com.au forward slash professional and follow the links to the BT Academy webinar series and where you can also view previous webinars and all sessions qualify for CPD points. Until next time, bye for now. BT Tech knows and now you know. Join us next time to keep ahead of the curve for strategy, regulatory and industry news. This podcast has been developed for financial advisor use only and provides general information only. It does not take into account any particular individual's objectives, financial situations or needs.